1: Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Wednesday, December 9th, 2020. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Matt Baxendale. I'm bummed out, Bax. As we know now, the Ohio State-Michigan game has been called off. They've played 103 straight years. They made it through the last big pandemic we had in this country. The Spanish flu, they made it through World War I, World War II, everything else. And they're not going to play this Saturday. And it's a bummer. Just your thoughts.
0: Well, it sucks. Um, first of all, this is the game. This is supposed to be the biggest game of the year, pandemic aside. Um, this was. This is why you play at Ohio State. This is why you go to Ohio State. It's Ohio State, Michigan. This game is literally everything, and the fact it's not being played is heartbreaking. But it also sort of is indicative of where this rivalry is at this point in time. Uh, I think when you look at the way that this has gone down, it's emblematic of where Michigan football has fallen, that this is how it's happened. And before people start accusing me of not believing in COVID or saying that this isn't real, of course it's real. I'm not saying that coronavirus isn't a real thing. However, how you treat yourselves around the coronavirus shows how much you actually care to play the game. Ohio State, whenever they shut down stuff a week ago, quarantined hard. Their players and their coaches essentially shut things down very seriously, and they were very careful prior to that so that the spread wasn't too big. And they managed to only have to take one week off. They came back. They were missing a quarter of their players from their roster, all right, and they were missing a quarter of their starters, and they still came out and won by 40 points. That is a program that cares to play its games. The flip side, we have our arch rivals who have increasingly become – our favorite beating boy every year, having won only once against Ohio State since 2003. If it wasn't for the year where we had an interim coach and half of our best players out due to various NCAA foolishness that today looks like insanity, Ohio State would have won that game too. They nearly did a touchdown pass to DeVere Posey was a hair too far past him. Ohio State's winning streak would almost be old enough to buy cigarettes over Michigan had that happened. So, That's the crazy part about this. Here is is that Michigan's players, I don't think, I think their coaches and their administration's hearts are in the right place. I think they wanted to play the game and had rules that they had to follow and guidelines. This is their players. This is their players not taking these precautions carefully enough, knowing full well that just like all the fans on their message boards that have been saying for two months, since they lost their first game and went, oh, boy, we're not very good, that they hoped that they got COVID before the Ohio State game, and they hoped it would screw Ohio State up a Big Ten championship. This is exactly what all the pathetic mongrels on their board have been saying, is that they want to not play the game because it's the only way they can beat Ohio State. That attitude is emblematic of the way that program is today. And all these players under Jim Harbaugh, who have had no jump, no fire, none of that all year's, I've joked about this in the bucket of bullets the last couple of weeks, but the reality is these players have not been concerned enough about it because the spread has only continued up there. They talked about forty kids being out due to contract t- tracing and, and, and due to some positive cases, and while I believe all of that, uh, let's also not point out the fact that they'd be missing their top two quarterbacks due to injury, and they knew there was a beating of epic proportions coming on them. These players, quite frankly, didn't want this smoke. If I can quote Jay Book, they didn't want this smoke. They don't want none of this smoke. They wanted to get away from Ohio State as far as possible. They didn't want to play last year. Go back and watch that pathetic video where Ronnie Bell is the only person on their Michigan team in the locker room before the game trying to fire up a a group of guys that looks like they're going to a funeral because they knew they were about to get their faces beat in. And Jim Harbaugh's team, this is how they are. Those players did not want to play Ohio State. They didn't care enough to do what needed to be done to prevent this outbreak. And it's only grown. That's the thing that's kickered here to me is that most programs you see these outbreaks happen and they take a week off and they get it under control. And if they don't play the next week, it's close. When we've heard from Michigan, it's continuing to grow because these guys don't want, again, none of this smoke. And that's how Michigan generally is right now. They're best known for not wanting to play Ohio state right now because they have no prayer. So Everybody who's furious about this, yes, this followed the Big Ten's guidelines for cancellations, but the actions of the guys in that team directly showed how much they cared to play, which is they didn't want anything to do with playing Ohio State and seeing a 70 spot on the scoreboard. That simple. That's what Michigan football is today.
1: All right, two big things I want to ask you here. Do you think Ohio State is going to get a new opponent this Saturday to replace Michigan? And do you think Ohio State – and do you think the Big Ten is going to change its rule where you have to play six games to be eligible for the Big Ten championship game?
0: So first things first, Ohio State, if they don't get an opponent, is still playing in the Big Ten championship. Like, let's be real blunt here. Let's play the real politic of this game right now. First place in the Big Ten East is Ohio State. They are by far the best team in the league. We all know it. Northwestern is another team that's just waiting for its beating. In second place in the Big Ten East is Indiana, who is currently shut down due to coronavirus concerns that happened yesterday. uh, And they may well not play again next week. And if Indiana's not going to play, let's go on down the list and see who's there. Well, the next eligible team would be who? Michigan State? I mean, realistically speaking, is it really Michigan State? you think they're going to have a two and four Michigan State team playing the Big Ten championship? Are you kidding me? Of course they're not going to do that. It's idiotic. We all know who the best team is in the East and everybody's missing games. By the way, Ohio state is the only team in the big 10 right now, as of right now, when we reported this podcast, who has had not one, but two games canceled by other people's COVID problems, other people's. They're the, they're the worst affected by opponents who didn't want to play Ohio state. I mean, had COVID. And so that is something that has to be factored in if we're being real blunt. So, Yes, that rule is going to change. Ward Manuel, who is the athletic director at Michigan, said it's not fair to Ohio State that they should be penalized because we can't play. Bluntly. And that's what's going to happen. So full stop, it's going to happen. Now, as for this week, Dave, first of all, I want your opinion on this. Of all the teams that are out there that we could theoretically play this week, I don't want to play a Big Ten team. I want to play Texas A&M. Tell me why we can't play Texas A&M, who, for the listeners, uh, Texas A&M's game against Ole Miss was canceled this week because of Ole Miss's COVID issues. not
1: A&M. Why can't we play Aggie? Let's get a good answer on that one. Dave, do you have one? I, I would love that. The only uh, possible answer why it wouldn't happen is just Big Ten futility, Big Ten ineptitude. I mean, it, just <laughs> makes, it makes too much sense. Yep. You can say, well, that's not enough time to prepare for an opponent. Well, if you're in the same boat, yeah, it is. Yeah, if A&M, you know, if you're a boxer and you've been, like, training for three months and other guys have been sitting at home, like – you know, not training, and he's got to get ready for you in a week. That's one thing. Um, when both guys are in the same boat, you know, it's you know, both guys have a week to prepare. In this case, it would be, yeah, you only got a couple of days to prepare for Texas A and M. Guess what? Texas A and M would only have a couple of days to prepare for Ohio State. I would love that. I mean, we've seen them playing bowl games. I think back to, you know, when I was in late elementary or junior high, Chris Spielman, Chris Carter. Uh, playing Texas A&M and beating them in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, And then, of course, the 1998 team, which almost won the national championship, really should have won the national championship that year. They were the best team in the nation that year. Michigan State upset them. They capped off their season with the win over Texas A&M. I would love to see that. And for people that are saying, well, you know, I mean, you know, people outside, I'm not talking about people that are Ohio State fans, obviously. People that are saying, well, I mean, How can you really judge Ohio State after five games when Texas A&M's played eight games? Really? Okay, so three games different. Listen, I come down on it like this. If you know your football and you've watched Ohio State play for five games, you've watched Texas A&M play for eight games, let me tell you, Ohio State would be a two-touchdown favorite in that game, backs. It's not really hard to judge at, at, at A&M. You Know your football. At A&M, they'd be a right. touchdown at, yeah, exactly. Like I'm being nice, like, you know, in a neutral field to be at least two touchdowns. So if you know your football, it's not hard at all to judge Ohio state, Texas, A and the Buckeyes would be considerable favorites over them.
0: And here's the thing. I think it's insane that we're blocking anybody from playing teams that have a reasonable COVID uh, game plan right now. And Let's be real honest here. Coastal Carolina and BYU played with 48-hour notice, right? 48 hours, and it was the best game of the year. Like, objectively speaking, that was the most fun football in college football this year was that game. So why in the world couldn't we take the number four and five teams in the college football playoff rankings and say, hey, let's play? A&M takes the game because they can prove that they should be in the playoffs if they win. Ohio State takes the game because – They can prove that there's no way you can keep them out of the playoff, even if Florida and Clemson win their games, right? That's the simple answer. And on top of that, guess what? It's 2020. Weird shit happens this year. So let's go. Let's play this game.
1: Well, do you think the Big Ten is going to change? Well, regardless of that, though, do you think the Big Ten is going to change the six-game rule? Because I do. I think they're going to say, regardless if Ohio State can play this week or not, and I'm with you, man. Like, if we could play Ohio State and Texas A&M, like, sign me up for that. That'd be great. Or if there's another Big Ten team that can play. So let's hope that happens. Let's say that doesn't happen. Maryland probably
0: is what we keep hearing, right?
1: Yeah. You know, or a rematch against Indiana. That'd be interesting. Um, you know, but I, let's say they don't play a game this week. They're sitting there 5-0. and I think the, the Big Ten rescinds that rule, and they send 5-0 and to the Big Ten championship game. What do you think is going to happen?
0: Ohio State's 5-0. They go to the Big Ten championship and win it. They're in. Let's be real honest here. Everybody, in a year where you cannot go with the usual expectations of, like, data points and quality of resume, right, you just can't because of everything going on. This is the ultimate eye test year. And everybody with two eyeballs knows Ohio State is every bit as good as any other team in the country. I think Alabama is rightfully the favorite right now because they're the only ones playing competent defense. Um, even though Ohio State did just have a nice effort against a bad offensive team, the reality is is the only consistently good defensive team among the major contenders right now. So they should be the favorites. But they are not an insurmountable team. It's amazing how much uh, worse Mac Jones looked last year whenever there was pressure on him. He hasn't had any of that this year. So end of the day, Ohio State 6-0, and they're in. You are not not putting an Ohio State team in. And if you can get a rematch with Clemson in the first round after the way last year's game went, oh, oh, oh you're doing that. Like, let's be real here. The play, the way that this is likely to play out in my humble opinion is that Alabama is going to smoke Florida in the championship game. Kyle Trask's Heisman's will float away into into oblivion. And then you're going to have Clemson probably beat Notre Dame in a pretty close ACC championship game because Trevor Lawrence will be back. They're pretty, two pretty even teams. So I'll give Lawrence, give him the edge. So then you have a scenario where number one, Alabama, number two, Clemson, number three, Ohio state and number four, uh, Notre Dame. And my goodness, that is a fantastic, that's a fantastic uh, set of storylines. Ohio State-Clemson, the rematch that we've all been expecting from the moment last year's game ended. The number one versus number two picks in the draft, and we're not sure which one's which yet, right? And meanwhile, you get Notre Dame versus Alabama in the other game. Talk about two old-school, crazy brands, right? That's a ton of fun. And then just to play naysayer here, what happens if, uh, let's say the other way happens, Florida beats Alabama and Notre Dame beats Clemson. Cool. Ohio State plays Notre Dame in the fir- or, or plays Florida in the first round and Alabama still plays Notre Dame. So to me, this is going to be a good playoff. But everybody knows Ohio State should be in. There's no legitimate argument you can give me that Ohio State shouldn't be in at this point because you're going to have teams all around them that are losing games. None of these teams look fantastic. And everybody on the planet knows that Justin Fields dropping back the past is one of the scariest sights in college football.
1: That's exactly right. He is the people's champ, Matt Baxendale. Great stuff, Bax. You can catch his column every Sunday on Bucknuts. It is the Bucket of Bullets. Thanks again to Bax. Thank you to all the listeners out there for tuning in to the show. We really appreciate it. Have a great day, Bucknutters.